Hello, Vegas Golden Knights fans. Welcome to another episode of Ladies of the Night Slashing and Hooking, a passion podcast by women who love talking hockey, specifically about our hometown team, the Vegas Golden Knights. Hey, Kim. Hey, Carrie. Glad to be back. Glad to be back. It's been about six weeks since we last recorded our podcast, and a lot has happened. Tons of stuff has happened, uh, some more exciting than others, but uh, let's get to it. All right. Well, we've had lots and lots of hockey. Oh, okay. <laughs> I forgot. We got to snap our, what is this called? Smelling salt. Smelling salt. Okay, here we go. Oh, it's contagious. Oh, okay, you go first. Oh, oh, <laughs> oh that gets right down in your throat and burns your throat a little bit. Okay, I'm ready. <clears throat> All right, that should get us going for the rest of the night. Yeah, okay. for sure. All right, on okay. we go. We're going to blow up our format a little bit here just because um, there's just too much to talk about to break it up into periods. So I think this is kind of going to be our format for the yeah. rest of this season Let's at least. Uh, I think in other seasons when we don't have so many games back to back to back to back to back and so many things happening, we can kind of get in depth into um, some some different um, uh, just some different ideas or different whatever is going on at the time. Sure. Um, so, okay. So let's just jump in. So I want to talk about something that we would have talked about last week had we had our podcast, which we we're going to have our podcast, but, and that is some of the milestones our team has met. Mm -hmm. So Pat ready a week ago, hit 300 points, career goals, I should say, not yes. points, career goals. That mm -hmm. was a big hurrah. That was great. Um, that was fun. Now he's surpassed. I don't know. Did he score this week? I don't even know if he scored this week. I'm going to say he did. Yes. Mm -hmm. He's gone beyond his 300th goal. Yeah. And then my favorite, <laughs> Flurry. Yes. Flurry, of course, is he, last week he tied for being fourth of all time in terms of... All-time wins. Yep. Winning goals. Goalies, I should say. But, of course, now he's surpassed that. He's earned the number, number four, four spot. spot. On his own. Mm -hmm. Yes. And we think he'll... He'll get the third. I mean, he's what? Is it fifty? He's only 50 like games three. Away? Yeah, no, he's no, only he's like, like three. Or, no, he's only like three or four games uh, away right really? now. Yeah, he's gonna move into third for sure, and then before the playoffs, I awesome. think. Awesome. Um, and then after the then with the playoffs, that should add a nice little cushion for him to be sitting in that spot. Yeah, we'll for see. A it depends while. what Deboer will do with the playoffs. He True. was asked that question, you know, because mm -hmm. we're back and forth, back and forth. Right. And the question will be, who will he lead the playoffs? I don't know. I don't know either. But, you know, I don't know if we talked about this before, because it might have been too long ago, um, when, and I wish I would have looked before we, uh, but it, I, it just popped up in my head. He did play him in a game when, typically, when he was switching off goalies, it would have been Leonard. It was when Leonard first came back, maybe you'll remember, when he first came back, he'd only played a couple of games, and it was a crucial game, and he right. ended up starting Flurry when we weren't expecting him to start Flurry, and so um, I really appreciated that. Yeah. And he said, "Well, of course, I was going to start him because he's carried us to this point." Right. Um, I don't remember. It must what... have been against Colorado, yeah, because that's been pretty much our, you know, the most significant team, yeah, in yeah. the wild. Do we want to talk about that? Do we want to sure. do that yet? Yeah, for sure. Let's All do right. it. Let's talk about on the road to the playoffs. Yeah, so right now we've just moved into first. We've surpassed Colorado, but they're on COVID protocol right now. So uh, we're first in our Honda West division. Mm -hmm. 
in terms of points. Right. In terms of points, everyone's getting all excited because we've surpassed Colorado. But in reality, they have to come back and play those games so they could get those points back and we could right. be neck and neck again. Uh, but, you know, rumor, well, I, what's happened is that a lot of people, teams that have come back from COVID protocol have not been as good. Um, it's been a difficult... Right. It's been difficult to get back into the swing of things. And especially, you know, with Colorado, they were like 17 and 2 and 1 or something like that. And they've just had such a great run to expect them to come back. You know, we always talk about you can't always be winning all the time. You can't be winning all the time. You can't be winning all the time. And so they could move into a little slump with, you know, just having won a ton of games. Mm -hmm. I think they won 17 games in a row or something like that. And then, uh, and then with COVID protocol, it might just kind of throw off their mojo a little bit. So they've only lost nine games all season, mm-hmm. and we've lost eleven. They there's only three teams in the entire league who are at a win percentage higher than seventy percent. Colorado's first, which I think it's seventy four percent. I might be off a little bit. We're second. I think we're seventy two percent, and then the the Hurricanes are. 71%, something mm. like that. So, which of course is a percentage of games played. So when you have two games in hand like they do right now on us, yeah, the points are great, but yeah. they're not... You it's know. not something to be jumping up and down about at this right. point because we just don't know. We don't know what what's going to shake out and how that's all going to go because it's not like they're not going to play those games. Exactly. So Exactly. And like you say, let's hope they come and they're in a little bit... Maybe it takes a couple of games to shake off the... The lull, like sort of the two weeks they've had off. I think mm-hmm. they play Thursday. Mm-hmm. That was what was anticipated when I listened to it last week. I don't know if that's been changed at all. But we do. It would be great to stay in first, right? Because we yes. don't. We really don't want to. I really don't want to play in the wild right off the bat. I don't know what it is about Minnesota, but they make me so nervous. They've so always nervous. had our number from the beginning of our time beginning of time <laughs> beginning of, you know vegas of vegan gold inception Vegas-ball night's time, time. Yeah. yeah that little pun on night time there <laughs> yeah they have had our number they have we we just really struggle to play them and to beat them mm-hmm. i mean even in playing them it's difficult for us to keep up i don't know what it is maybe i need to do a deep dive research into how they it. play Versus how we play, and I don't know if it's a head game. For me, it's a definite head game at this point because they just have not done well at all, ever, ever. We just struggle all the time. So I don't know if it's a head game for them. You know, for me, it definitely is. So I'm hoping we stay Mm -hmm. in number one so that we don't have to play them. To play them. It would be much better to play the number four team, which is either going to be St. Louis or Arizona at the way it looks right now, right. both of which we've been able to take care of pretty well through the whole, you know, season so far. Right. I have to tell you something. I was listening to NHL, whatever it is, in my car driving, and I was irritated. It was last week, and um, we're seeing this in all four divisions, and where of course we're not playing all the teams, which is really strange this year, and so we don't have, you know, just. Who knows how we'll, we'll play well, against Tampa Bay? And you're not going to have the experience, right. right? You have no right. idea how that's going to go. For we sure. have no idea who will end up playing and what that's going to look like or feel like. 
But one of the things that this guy was saying, and we're seeing it, is that the cream is rising to the top. We're kind of seeing it all divisions now. So the top three teams are there, and then there's this fourth, you know, vying for this fourth spot. But what he said was this. <laughs> the cream is rising to the top in the Honda West Division. It is Colorado. And who's out in the middle? It's Vegas. I think to myself, what the hell is that all about? What do you mean Vegas is in the middle? Ridiculous. Like, we have never been given our credit, our due credit, whatever the term is there. Mm -hmm. It's like, can't you even just admit that, hey, we're not in the middle. We're at the top, neck and neck with Colorado. Neck and neck. And we have been the entire time. The whole dang time. In fact, we've been leading the division up until the last, well, I don't know, few, few weeks. Exactly. And I that, it's, that is troublesome because there, there's just no one that is, is up there with us either. So it just... Right. It doesn't make any sense. I, I, that's, I know it's very frustrating. It's just kind of the way it is. And we've been kind of watching We, you know, I'm sure you do this too. After the game, you sit there and you watch, you listen to the, everybody address, you know, they talk to the players, they talk to the coach and, and that kind of thing. And we were, and then we also watch on the fly, which is an NHL show every night. It runs down all the games Mm -hmm. that were played through the, you know, and what happened, the key things. And, uh, Jason and I have been saying to ourselves, let's see what they have to say about Vegas tonight. You know, right. You know, we've met this, we've done this, but let's see how much credit they're going to give us or they're just going to slide right mm-hmm. by to another. Right. You know. Well, and I think that that's popped up in social media as well. There's just not a lot of on NHL, um, on their Instagram, on their Facebook, you hardly like see don't Vegas. Exist. Yeah, I you hardly see Vegas. <laughs> I'm always there, like loving every time they put Vegas, and sometimes right. I'll comment, "Oh, finally said something about Vegas." But right. yeah, it's we don't, we don't. It could be the um, gold helmets, though. Oh, we might have lost some respect. <laughs> I saw in um, one of the, it was some social media because last night was a big night. Let's talk about that for a minute. Patty Marlowe. Patrick Marlowe, more games now than like all-time number one goal playing in the NHL. Games played, I should say I said goal. Games played in the NHL. Um, he surpassed Gordy Howe. Yeah. Amazing. Mm-hmm. And I saw in some uh, Instagram post that comment about the golden helmets. I'm like, really? <laughs> Can't we just make it about Patrick Marlowe tonight? Yeah, like, really? And celebrating him like, and how we took the time to celebrate him and, you know, just, I don't know. Yeah. Do you have yeah, any, any comments? Yeah, I know. So, but let's talk about that. Let's, let's move into that for a minute. Unless you had anything else to say about the fact that nobody gives us our credit. Uh, yeah, no. Mm-mm. We can Mm-mm. always harp on that a little, a little more. Later. I'm sure it'll pop up again sometime. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so we watched the game. Like, let's talk about last night's game. Okay. Okay. Last so night's game. let's talk first about Patrick Marlowe. Most games already kind of spoke to that. Beat Gordy House record. Both from Saskatchewan, by the way, my home mm-hmm. province, I might add. Um, born in Saskatoon, Saskatchewan. There's my little Canadian accent there. <laughs> um, but what... A historic night, really. That is a big deal. It is a big deal, and I'm grateful that we took the time to honor that too, because that would be it. That's I. I thought last night watching him how difficult it is to meet that milestone, not in your own arena, right? right. Not in your own home, mm-hmm. um, having to be on the road. But um, it looked like the Knights had provided a place for his family to mm-hmm. watch the game um, and to participate that way, and then everybody. Um, you know, honored him at the end. Do you know that that was the first game this season that his family was even able to watch because 
fans are allowed in Vegas, they still aren't in California. Oh. So that's kind of fortuitous, in fact, that they were playing that yeah. game here because they could be there for it. Right. If it had been in California, they wouldn't have. Been. Maybe they would have been on the side. Maybe they would have allowed for that. I don't know. Yeah. But, um, yeah. Yeah, so he did have fans. They gave him a standing ovation. Mm -hmm. In fact, funny quote from DeBoer. He said, not too many ovations in this building for sharks in my years here. <laughs> so that was kind of a funny that quote from him um, at the end. But it was just a special moment making history um, and um, just mm -hmm. classy. The classy way all the way around. It. And I, um, I, I think it might have been said in one of the things last night where the guys, the team, our, the Knights, our Knights, we're looking ahead to seeing if that event was going to happen mm. while they played them. Yeah. And That's so there was really, they were excited about that. They recognized and respected yes. that type of and an achievement. put aside the rivalry, mm -hmm. put aside, you know, any negative feelings we have towards the Sharks. And I felt that too. You know, that it's just that he seemed like a stand-up guy yeah. too. So Jason noticed this. Um, I don't know if it was intentional or not, but um, nobody hit Marla last night. Oh. And there were opportunities in the corners and stuff like that. Nobody, mm -hmm. nobody checked him. Like, like hit him. I like in that any, too. Yeah. If, that's, if that was intentional, then that's yeah. fantastic as well. Yeah. That's I great. mean, who'd want to be injuring the guy? To, anyway, yeah. <laughs> would you imagine if he'd been injured <laughs> in our building on that night? That'd be yeah. pretty poor form yeah. almost, you know. I'm sure that that was intentional <laughs> like, then. Don't right. hit the guy. For sure. <laughs> Uh, okay, so a little shout out to my guy, Mark Stone. He did get third star of the week this week. He, he had did. five games, five goals, five assists. Um, and he played great last night. He had he two did. of our goals. On power, um, power play goals. On the power play. I, was, I saw a headline about um, him switching, his position switching up in the power play or doing something hmm. different in the power play, but I didn't... Um, I didn't catch what that was, so um, we'll we'll address that next time and okay. see what's going on with the power play because we are like twenty fourth in the league oh, for yeah. power play. I feel like we haven't had a good power play for a few years. Oh yeah, it's been just brutal. But We're I great think, on the kill. Yeah, I was just gonna say the same. Thing. Fabulous on the kill. We're like number one on the kill. We have to be because we don't know how to score on yeah. the other side of things. So we've got to make up for it somehow. <laughs> uh, <laughs> we toast uh, So it's oh. so great to see him score last night. And I think too, um, you know, he is always he always seems to me to be very unselfish or like mm -hmm. setting up other people for goals so to see him um you know take the initiative and just score there's times mm -hmm. when you know I'm watching the announcers are watching and we're all screaming like why don't you just take the shot yourself right I so. want to say he has almost twice as many assists as he does goals I don't think it's quite double but it's probably close it is yeah, mm -hmm. yeah I was close. noticing that the other like last week but in a week nowadays with as many games as we're playing that that number can change so fast yeah uh Let's talk about Jan Mark because okay. he was awesome last night as well. Like he, I felt like he's really well in all of his games. He's really stood out as fast. He is fast. He gets around. He knows how to skate. Um, and he's had assists. He had no goals yet, right? Um, I don't think he's had a goal yet. He came close last night. Maybe that was it. I don't know if he scored. No, he came really close last night. I thought he was going to definitely mm. score last night. But he is. I think he's been a great addition to the team. I think he's filling a little bit of a gap for us. Is We haven't had the depth of scoring this season. Mm -hmm. And that's been a bit of a criticism against our team. Why we're not necessarily ranked as high as we are. We just did a little aside on sort of the 
way to the playoffs. We've got to get by. Should we talk about that now? Or? Sure, why not? Because yeah, I want to come back to the game because there's yeah. something else that happened at the I game. Know, I know, I want to say that for last. Okay. <laughs> so, <laughs> so on the world, I was looking at some statistics about the probability of winning the cup this year. And of course, we're right now ranked one and two with Colorado um, in the standings. But Colorado, and when I looked at this, we were two. Mm-hmm. Colorado was one, but I don't think that this would change even with that because right. of the games and everything we just talked about. And they were something like 18 or 20 percent. I can't remember which, mm-hmm. it, which it was. Um, maybe it was a team in the East that was the 20 and, and Colorado was 18. Um, and we were five. We yeah. were five percent chance for us to get the cup. And obviously that's because we have to go through Colorado to even get to the um, semifinals, let right. alone the playoffs, right. uh, the fi- the finals, and so um, so having said that, um, it just it's I can't remember what I was going to well, say. Well, we needed that. him to come in so that some of those oh, guys thank could you. score. Yes. Yeah, I was talking about depth, mm-hmm. and so we are not we don't go we're not scoring as deep. It's our top two lines are doing well mm-hmm. enough. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've got the well goal ten. Yeah, well, <laughs> right now. Um, the goaltending is in place for us. Yes, and um, and that and but we, so maybe he's filling this gap. He's third line. He and, is, and especially and, for Tuck. So that moved Tuck into the position. Having him move, now moves Tuck into the position that he likes to play or where he plays mm-hmm. best. And he's got the speed of Tuck. And he has yes, and he can play with him. Yes, yes, exactly. Yeah. So I think that that's, I think that's good. I I. I feel like he's assimilated quicker than a lot of other players mm-hmm. that we've acquired. I think that's mid-season. very true. Mm-hmm. That's very true. So let's that 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 leads me to a thought that I had again last week when we were getting close to the trade deadline and feeling like, oh, we've got a good team. I wonder what we'll do. You know, of course this whole thing with cap space has affected people team's abilities to acquire to make trades and they've had to do some gymnastics to get people in place but i watched i i I wonder if this whole trade deadline thing and trading i almost felt like did we do enough you know i would colorado went and acquired a goalie Mm -hmm. um some of these other teams you know like taylor hall got traded to i want to say washington yeah caps and he's playing better there than i think he's been played certainly in Buffalo and I guess Arizona before that. And um, um, I think Boston picked up somebody. And anyway, and I thought the thought that occurred to me was, are we in this game? Are, are we being strategic? Of course, like, I don't know anything here. But the thought that occurred to me was, I wonder what we're going to do if we have the space to do anything, which I don't think we really did. I don't think we really did either. And I think we're used to seeing them do something, you know, magical at the trade deadline. And it, this didn't feel that way. And right. I felt a little like our hands were tied um, on it. But um, but I, I... And the hardest thing for me to hear in all of that was the analysts were talking about the acquisition that Colorado made with their goalie. Yeah. It's like, that's... oh, so they've made a move. And I think they might have got a defensive player too, I I might have that wrong I, again, but I thought, oh, so they've just solidified their position with a goalie, where they, which was their weakness. Not that, not that their goalie was weak. Their goalie was not weak at no. all. But, but just, just having a backup. Yes, because he was doing what we did to Flurry a couple of years ago yeah. where he was playing so much. Mm-hmm. And so... Well, and especially with in our position, you know, if they view us as their competition, our right. position with our two outstanding goalies, they, exactly. needed, they needed to do something, and they did. 
I know. So we'll see. So I'm like, oh my gosh, here we have to go through Colorado. If we've got to, hopefully we don't have to go through the wild, as we already talked about. But, mm-hmm. uh, uh, it makes yeah. me nervous. It's, it's going to be a little nerve-wracking. Uh, and when I... Okay, we'll go there. Yeah. I just have visions of the Lake Tahoe game and that whole four series where I think we ended up walking away with two of the four. Yeah. But it felt... It didn't feel that way to me. It felt like it didn't, just, and they didn't seem. I they they get rattled. They are rattled. They do not have the confidence that they typically have. Um, they they if they start to get down, they they kind of stay down. You know, a lot of times when they if somebody scores before them, you know, you you can just feel that they're not bothered by that. They're just playing their game. They're gonna mm-hmm. get ahead, not a problem. But when they when when they score against us, I don't know. We just keep them down. And we we've lo- you said we've won the last seven games, but who have we played? We played yeah. the Kings. We played Anaheim. Even the Sharks. Like, come on. I mean, if yeah. any, if the Sharks were going to beat us at all, it was going to be last night, just because mm-hmm. the gods had, you know, <laughs> shone down on Patrick Marlowe and let him have the, you know. But right. I mean, we. It's not like we've had a lot of tough teams in the last two weeks definitely not and not a lot of exciting games no. except for last night okay so let's, let's talk do about get night. back to last yes, night I, and, I think uh, and going into overtime that was the most exciting part of the game yes and i thought they played excellent in the overtime play yeah, four, on four that was uh-huh four awesome. on four was great they had a lot so of really many, great shots i thought so we're gonna go in so many opportunities and then we had to go to the sh- the shootout oh no when gosh. we were going to the shootout <laughs> i was like oh at least we get a point because leonard is typically known for, and self professes that this is not his strength yeah but you know what I had I felt a little bit of confidence because he played so well the third period Mm -hmm. so well I there were a lot of a lot of shots I thought were going to get past him that didn't you know you just as the team's coming down or as the players are coming down and just going at him I I just get nervous a lot of the time because he doesn't really move a lot. <laughs> you don't really know. know what he's going to do. And he does let quite a few goals through. But he played so well in the third period that I actually had a little bit of confidence. And I was cheering him on during that, that shootout. So Before you talk about the shootout, I have to say something that I heard him interviewed. It was a pregame interview, I think it was. And I have to admit, I thought, come on, Leonard. It almost like he was feeling a little bit... Um, I don't know. There was a bit of bitterness Mm. is the word that was in his rhetoric. And he was speaking, of course, to the reporters. And he'd say, you guys don't look at the big picture. You guys look at the game, the the specific game and how that person did that game. He says, I've been playing well. Just because I don't do windmill, you know, he said that. (laughs) Windmill saves or, you know, sort of, yes, yes. Mm. You know, don't. And he said, I play a different game. I use my size. I watch the play. He analyzes the play. He figures out where mm-hmm. what's happening. He uses his size to get in the net, and and he says, and statistically, I'm playing very well. Yeah. Well. Okay. I'm, and so he's just yeah. So yeah, he did I mean, say I, that. I'll give I was him, like, oh come on, you yeah, know, come on. Guys, especially don't when you worry only about took, it. when you only yeah. had 15 shots in the game before this. <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah. I don't know. But now having said, so he's our guy. He's yeah. our guy. Guys, we so love him. <laughs> <laughs> but I was sort of a little disappointed. I'm like, come on, Leonard, we're past this. Like, yeah. but maybe he's so. I mean, who knows what it was like last year for him to be in, even in playoffs, in that room with this sword going through Flurry's back and all that. Who knows what the team had True. to deal with, with 
all of that. And although they had a, a you know, a, con, a, a front where they're all together, what's the word mm-hmm. I'm looking a for? United a united front. front, thank you. And, you know, he and Fleury talk and they have a great relationship, so they say, and I'm sure they do, because right. Fleury's that guy. Yes. Um, and we all believe he is. Uh, you know, it, it just felt like he was still hanging on to a bit of potential bitterness. And of course, he was injured. Out comes Flurry mm-hmm. this season. He's like on fire, and everybody all hail Flurry. Yeah. You know, again, and so he's sitting there back there, probably drinking his I don't know. I guess diet coke, maybe <laughs> maybe regular coke, putting on a few, a few pounds. Well, he's ouch, in rehab, <laughs> Get, getting bigger and bigger. I'm just kidding. You know, yeah. like filling up that net. <laughs> that was uncalled for, Kim. Stop talking like totally that. Totally rude. I think I'm being funny. Yes, you are. You're hilarious. <laughs> Uh, while we're on the subject of goalies, though, interesting um, question DeBoer fielded uh, a few weeks uh-huh. ago about um, goalie support. Somebody uh. just called him right out on it and said, you know, felt like that Flurry didn't get as much goal support from the defense or from the team that Leonard was getting. And if that was, you know, something that he thought was very, was, was the actual was, truth was real yeah. was real or um, goalie support of course meaning that his team his defensemen are there kind of blocking shots yeah. um you know working in the working in front of the goal you know really I, hard to make sure yeah. i mean i i think it was a legitimate question in those few games leading up to that question it, it crossed my mind mm-hmm. you know like how mm-hmm. come they're not why is he why are they playing like crap with flurry in the goal and I don't know if it's because they just expect him to do well you know and uh that he's gonna save them every single time and that could be um maybe they're just having a bad night maybe it's just coincidence and DeBoer chalked it up to coincidence um and but that was an interesting question a lot of times in those after game interviews they're just such a boring like run of the mill mm-hmm. same old trite like questions that they always get with the same answers and everything so that was actually a little bit exciting yeah. to have that question pop up but Leonard pulled it out last night. All right, let's talk about that. Going into the shootout, I'm thinking, oh. <laughs> I guess we we'll get our point. <laughs> At least we get a point. Yeah. Well, that and, and the previ- not, not just Leonard, though, but, like, a lot of time, like, our shooting hasn't been fantastic right. either. So then I'm thinking, who I'm are thinking they going gonna to shoot? And put in Shea Theodore with his same move he makes every time. And I'm thinking, oh, no, we're really doomed. Yeah. But they didn't put Shea Theodore in. They had no. Him. So, in comes Tuck. Boom. He scores. Amazing. Awesome. Amazing. Incredible goal. goal. It really was a great Incredible goal. Incredible goal. Yeah. I expected more from Chandler Stevenson. I was excited that they put him in for yes. that. Yeah. Totally expected him to score. I thought that was um, unusual. Who was the third? Was it Marshy? No. No. Who was it? Oh, my gosh. Think about it. I'll... Okay. I don't remember. So, misses. And then they hit, of course, their third, or I guess it's really their second, right? Because we started. So, mm-hmm. was Couture. No, I think he was third. Wasn't he the last one? Yeah, he was. He the was last the one. last one because I can't stand him. Oh, right. <laughs> me too. I was thinking, oh no, they're putting in Logan Couture. He's so good. He's gonna make it. No, I was like, no, come on, Leonard, come on, Leonard. I was so. I know. Yeah, so I was And and Leonard blocked. I, he was out. I'm like, you're too far out. You're like, what do I know about being a goalie? I know nothing. Yeah, I'm like, you're too he far was out. Get in the very net, far out. out. Mm-hmm. But he blocked. He got it. And that second one, I think mm-hmm. it was where he 
got it by his toe. Yes. Oh, it was so great. Yes. He really read. I felt like he really read the yep. play. He was very in the zone. So great. Having been in the zone for that whole third period, though, I think he was ready for that. I was so, so. happy for him. Yeah. Happy for us. It was fantastic. Mm -hmm. And what does he do at the end? Yeah. <laughs> He like he clenched his fist and, and he's like he kind of up at the sky. sky and he kind of like it was yes. like yes yes it was finally. so good finally. Oh, I was so happy for him and maybe that'll help him kind of get over the hump and maybe lose that reputation yeah. as well so that well. was fantastic and of course everyone it was all about Leonard at the end mm -hmm. which was great mm -hmm. so good yeah I was really for happy him. for him maybe he'll yeah. Get that out of oh, that was exciting! It was an exciting game. I mean, it was kind of a boring game for a while, but it, yeah. at the end, it was a great, a great overtime. All right, all right. What so, else do we want to talk about? Well, do you, let's just run down some players real quick. I think we just had some quick notes about a couple of people. Petrangelo. Well, let me ask you a question. Oh, let me, let's put it this way: Who are you most disappointed by? Not maybe that's not the word disappointed by, but of the players. Like, is there any that you're feeling like, eh, they're not doing much this year? Um, Who would you say? You, I mean, I think our first line is struggling. Our top line, well, uh, so Marshy, Carlson. You know what? Carlson's so great on defense. That Carlson shows I, up I every night yeah, and does his job every he night. He does. He's not scoring. I wish he was scoring more, but mm -hmm. that's the only thing bad I can say about him. Mm -hmm. um, Marshy, I don't know. I feel like Marshy turns over pucks too much, and he gets beat mm -hmm. too much. And he passes, and it gets picked off a lot. Kind of bugs. But then, you know, he'll pull out a goal here and there, and you're yeah. like, okay, we love you. And then Riley Smith, <laughs> <laughs> Riley Smith just has struggled. Yes, yeah, he's this season. This season. He's not even playing right now. So, yeah. Um, so yeah, I mean, I Petrangelo, I think is you know someone we could we could discuss. I don't think he's playing terrible. I don't know if he's met my expectations or at least the way he was built up sure. coming in and his pay and all of oh, that. But DeBoer seems to be happy with him and not really worried about the um, the scoring aspect of it. And maybe. I mean, we, we see with all the rest of our team, you know, some people have scoring slumps sometimes. Yep. And maybe he's just in that for right now, and, and we'll see something different later. But, um, but yeah, but I do want to do a little chirp to um, – or, no, a shout-out to um, – uh, Martin Alec Martinez. Oh, oh my god, he's my favorite right he now. Is, I know one of my favorites right now. He is definitely a very close second to Mark Stone in my in yep, my heart. I agree. Right now, he's fantastic yeah. and blocking shots. He's he number is, one in the league for blocking shots. Incredible. Did you know that? I think number I did. One yeah, in the I did hear that the other day. He's fantastic. I love his after yeah. the game interviews too. He he just is a really down to earth guy. Mm -hmm. I love that he's taking a little bit of a leadership role, being the last guy, you know, going into um, in the locker room at the end of the game and, and in between periods. It's just stand-up guy. And I always <laughs> – I have a friend that's a Kings fan, and I'm always sending uh, text messages saying, thank you again for Alec <laughs> Martinez. We just love him. That's I'm in so love. Funny. I'm in love. He is awesome. Yeah, he's fantastic. So I, I think that's – what about you? You got anyone? I was going to mention Martinez actually. Um, he's the one for me that stood at, stood stands out as a positive. Yes, as, you know he's just there. He's showing up every game. He's making a difference every game. Mm -hmm. It feels like. Mm -hmm. um, uh, going back though to people that are I'm kind of bummed out about maybe is uh, Shea Theodore not scoring as much this season. Mm -hmm. But I don't know. I mean that 
I think we talked before about the way that he plays, the way that, you know, DeBoer coaches mm-hmm. um, and and in his position. So maybe that's affecting his scoring, maybe with Petrangelo there. I don't know I don't what's know. going on with that. But. Well, it seemed to do, he seemed to do more in the last year for sure. And DeBoer has more of a defensive approach. I, I don't even know, know how to, to speak about it, but... Um, we know in the playoffs when it's a, such a defensive game, that's where we t- start to see some of these defense mm-hmm. players on the defense come in and, and score. They bring the puck up yes. instead of these sort of transitional mm-hmm. offensive like forwards bringing the, the puck in and, yeah. you know. Well, and I know we talked about that. Tend to score. We talked about that last year. That it would just seem so crazy that when they needed to score, they'd go to Shane Theodore. I know. You know our defensemen. So it's kind of weird to not see him. Yeah, because that fits maybe more into DeBoer's way of playing. Yeah, I haven't figured him out yet. No, I'm still verdict still out on that too. Okay, a couple little weird things at the end here that we wanted to talk about. Well, positive with um, England. Oh, yeah. I've been watching England's commercials. I don't know if anyone out there watches these commercials, <laughs> but last year, when when England was in these commercials, he was so terrible. It's like he was so, you know, reading from a script. He was just a terrible, quote-unquote, actor. Mm-hmm. Well, now there's these great commercials that Finley Toyota's, I think it's Toyota's, putting out yeah, with him sponsors. and his child or... And the tagline is, once a night, always a night. Mm-hmm. And I won't explain them all, because I'm sure people have seen them, but they are funny, and he is so good in them. Yeah. He is acting a natural. Lessons. Yeah, I think he's had some acting lessons. He's such a natural. It's hilarious. They're very funny. His child's in them, his young son, and he's hilarious, too. And they're just, they're done so well. So yeah. that's kind of, I enjoy seeing those commercials instead of cringing when I see those <laughs> commercials, which I was cringing before. But no, no more cringing. Well, and all the nice segue from uh, once a night, always a night. Poor Schmitty is over uh, oh, in <laughs> Vancouver. Just they're doing so terrible this year. And you know, I, I was talking about this with one of my family members of like, who's a night to you? Like, who's all once a night, always a night? And like you said, Schmitty's yeah. one of those guys for sure. So, yeah, so I kind of feel sorry for him. Mm-hmm. Okay, definite chirp for. Um, for our new arena out here in the Henderson for the Silver oh. Knights. Oh my gosh. Could they have named name? it anything worse? Okay, do- anybody that doesn't know, they're calling it the Dollar Loan Center Arena. Yes. Like, come on. That's so just Jeez, gross. It's cheap. It's, <laughs> it's like, it's gross. It's embarrassing. It's just, come on. It's predatory. It's predatory. It feels predatory. Mm-hmm. It seems like a company that is predatory on people who need money and they're going to take their check and charge them like loan shark interest rates. That's the image in my mind. It's like, really? I know. It's a little rough. I'm not, I, and I see all over social media. No one is happy about it. It seems like a weird thing for them to do. Like I, I'm not sure why they can't name it something else. Even Henderson arena, you know, sponsored by dollar loan center, but you know, when you think about, I know T-Mobile is named after, you know, a product or company, but I don't think about phones when I say T-Mobile yeah. Arena, you know, but Dollar you'll, Loan Center is very specific. Think about that you're going to get a loan. And in fact... And you're going to pay interest. Yeah, a yeah, lot. A lot of interest. Yeah, and good luck to you because yeah. you're never going to get ahead <laughs> using the Dollar Loan Center. Oh my gosh. 
It's brutal. terrible. Brutal. It's terrible. I'd rather it be like the chicken ranch up in Pahrump or something. Yeah. Like, if it's yeah. got to be a Vegas thing. <laughs> <laughs> At least it has so more personality. So oh, bad. my gosh. I'd rather have the chicken ranch, too. Oh, my goodness. That oh. would be pretty bad, though. Oh. It all be, it's all pretty bad. But they even I even saw an, an advertisement that they are, they are saying, hey, we're going to have like a... I don't know what you call it, but basically like kiosk. Yeah, or... something that you can actually go ahead and get your dollar loan, whatever it is. Yeah. Cash your check or not thrilled about that. No, it kind of takes horrible. away from the classiness, I think, that we are always trying to project. Um, but you know, I don't know. So I do need to tell you, I have been to a Silver Knights game. Lot since we last spoke. I actually was able to go to a Knights game and a Silver Knights game within the same week. So I was at the Knights game when we were at 25% capacity. I think mm-hmm. they're at 30 now. I don't know. I don't think they're up at 50 yet. No. But it was kind of cool. Like, it's, it was just a totally different experience. But it was kind of nice to not be, like, having people climb all over you. To, you know, get out and get there. <laughs> Breathing and, on yeah. you. Yeah. I mean, there was a certain relaxed kind of... It's like they're playing just for us. Right. It's kind of cool. More like in that you're regard. in your living room, maybe. Yeah. More like yeah. in your own space. Yeah. And, yeah. yeah. So that was kind of cool. What I didn't like about it was we didn't have our normal seats because they don't give you your regular season ticket holder seats. We were close, and then um, you pay out. We paid almost twice. Yeah, which was kind of painful. And then (laughs) um, we went to the Silver Knights game, and that was kind of cool. I mean, it's in the Orleans right now, but it was one of the things that I noticed that I thought was might be worth saying is. I didn't wear a Silver Knights, like I had a Silver Knights t-shirt, but I'm always cold these places, so I wore a Spit and Chiclet sweatshirt. Mm-hmm. And um, Jason had a Silver Knights jersey, I think he even had a jersey, yeah, he had a jersey. And um, everybody in that arena was Silver Knights decked out. That's great. Like, they had the silver jackets, like mm-hmm. sequin jackets for some of the women were wearing those. I think I saw one kid in a band sweatshirt, and then there was me with my sweatshirt. Yeah. And at least I was wearing hockey, something hockey related. But it was, and it was, it's more like, okay, you can go in your jeans and your sweatshirt and your sneakers yeah. <laughs> and hang out. Whereas when you go to the Knights games, it's like, you kind of got to look a little bit better. It's funny. Yeah. It's really weird. Well, it's nice but to see the community supporting the Silver Knights so as well. So much so. And yeah. it was a great game. Like, it was as entertaining as, I mean, that that is good hockey. Right. Um, Logan Thompson was in that. Yeah, which was, I'm, I've become a super fan yeah, me too. of Logan Thompson. Uh, just a great, great guy. Um, great story. Mm-hmm. Um, I think he'll be a nice, uh, you know, coming up as Flurry retires. I think he's going to be a great backup. He seems like a nice blend of the two. He's yeah. very big, like yep, Leonard. He's big like Leonard. Um, but he's Not also wide, but he's tall. Yeah, so he's but also kind of acrobatic mm-hmm. and very um, athletic. and athletic, just yeah. like Flurry. So it might be a nice blend mm-hmm. for us. Yeah. He's a nice Canadian um, boy, too. I yeah. can't remember. I think he's from Calgary. Maybe he's from Saskatchewan. I'll have to look that one up. He might be another Saskatoon boy. I think he is. Yeah. I'm almost positive he is. Everything good comes out of Saskatchewan. It's true. So they wrote it's a really good article. You should listen to it. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I wish. I wish. You have no idea. I wish. So the Athletic wrote it. I don't. It might have been Jesse Granger. I don't know who it was. But there. it was in the Athletic article, I think, on um, Patrick um, Marlowe. And it was a nice, nice story about Saskatchewan. Hardworking, yeah. hardworking people, and yeah. it's that kind of grit. And, and well, and that would lend lend people in. Yeah, yeah that would lend um, 
to Logan's story mm-hmm. as well because he's been hard working. He was not drafted mm-hmm. into the NHL and worked his worked his way up and you know fought a lot of naysayers and said he wasn't going to be good enough. And look where he's at right now. Like awesome. he could potentially be, you know, playing for the Knights and our backup goalie. Or our second goalie. Well, he did play. <laughs> in the future. He played one game, didn't he? he yeah, had an he NHL did. game. He he, oh, no. I don't think he hit the ice. Did he hit the ice? Uh, he did when they he pulled did, Flurry right? that one For night. Six, he was 16 minutes. I yeah. Think he 16 Flurry minutes. was playing. Um, he They ended up pulling him towards the end of the game. Just give him a rest. Like, yeah, it wasn't, that's right. Things weren't going to work out that. for that game. So, yeah, he did get to play for a little bit. He was supposed to play again when Flurry had the false positive for COVID. Right. But then he had the three negative tests and he ended up playing. So nice. It would have been fun to see him. Um, play because I, to be honest, I wasn't really paying attention to him at, during that game or what was going mm-hmm. on. Um, I, I would have had all eyes on him, of course, if he would have played for Flurry that other game. But yeah, so I'm, I'm excited to watch him. I, I'm definitely going to take our family. I'll definitely uh, get out there. It's so hard right now just because there's so much hockey going on. Um, a lot of we are watch. watching. I am watching every single game. Me uh, too. From beginning to end and all of the interviews after and so to think about going to going to a silver knights game is like when am i ever going to get anything done um but i am looking forward to um supporting them and and being there i think that'll be super fun okay so is there anything that you're looking well is there anything we're missing that we want to talk about or i think we hit everything i have everything on my list for sure anything you're looking forward to it's kind of an unfair question i Maybe maybe it's not unfair. I'm gonna ask. I'm actually way. looking forward to seeing what happens when Colorado comes back. Yeah, uh, I do want to see what they do, uh, kind of where they're at. I want to see the um, goalie um, that they acquired from Dubnik. Yeah, mm-hmm. from the Sharks. I want to see him play. Um, I don't know. Just curious about yeah. what's gonna happen with them and and what kind of. Uh, what what we're looking at mm-hmm. um, in the future and and hoping to stay in first. That's all yeah. I thought. My fingers are crossed. My toes are crossed. My legs are crossed. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, Knights. Like, I want to put all my confidence in you guys, but the wild freaks me out. I know. We play the wild two more times the second week of May. I'm looking forward to that, too. Actually, I think like it's the first, first full week of May. Yeah. And there, it's in, the, it's in Minnesota. Okay. And then we play Colorado next week. So Colorado's supposed to be back on Thursday, so that's in two more days. And then they, I don't know... Who they play or for how many, you know, they're kind of playing every other day. But we play the Monday and Wednesday of next week here. Mm-hmm. So well, I'm hoping be that they'll be in our, you know, they'll be in our barn, so to speak. And it'll be our, um, who knows, maybe we'll even have more people in there. I don't know. I don't know what the rules are right now. But, um, and they maybe won't have their legs completely under them. Mm-hmm. Not that we couldn't beat them anyway, but it'd be nice to capture that, keep that hold of that first place position in Honda West division. And I think for those kinds of wins too, or even, you know, moving into first there, there is, you know, something that goes on in your head with that as well. So Mm -hmm. to kind of get in their head a little bit might be beneficial for us too. All right. Well, we'll have hopes for Petrangelo to do something score i just want him to score more i don't really see him making any like mistakes uh one game i heard the announcer saying 
it was actually the national announcers. They weren't ours. Mm-hmm. Um, national, and they were like, what is Petrangelo doing? He's all over the ice. He's here, and he's there, and everywhere. But, like, in a negative way. Like, right. it looked like he didn't know where he was supposed mm. to be or what he was supposed to be doing. So I thought that was interesting. Right. I don't know enough about all the, you know, tiny Which... little nuances of um, of coaching. Uh, I wish I did, but um, it was that was interesting to have that called out mm-hmm. but I'd love to see him score some more I'd love to see everybody score yeah. some more I mean, to be honest like everyone I do love that so many players score mm-hmm. that we don't have like one guy that we rely on that, that we have a lot of players that are scoring a lot of different points so that's, that's well let, let's hope that next time we convene we'll have Janmark has a have uh, Jan Mark, Jan Mark, yeah. have a couple of goals under his Please. belt. That yes. would be nice. That yep. Petrangelo as well. That we defeat, more. we defeat Colorado in the two games that we play at home, and we maintain our retain our number one posi- position. Yeah, and um, I don't know, and we'll just see what happens because there's always something and maybe they'll even change the name of the Henderson <laughs> Center from the Dollar Loan Center to the Chicken Ranch. Maybe. Woo-hoo! We can only hope. We can only hope. All right. Well, that will um, conclude tonight. Thanks for listening. And just remember, ladies and gentlemen, only hook on the ice. It's good advice.